Hello and welcome. I don't know about you, but I love to talk and talk I must with everybody, anybody, anywhere. Have you really stopped to talk? And I mean really talk with your family and friends. Do you know what their dreams are? Do you know what they are up to these days? Well, I'm chatting with my friends and people from all walks of life to discover what makes them tick. Join me as I uncover some truths and some stories. I'm Hira and you're listening to Crossleg with Hira Mehta. Today I have another friend with me. Vivek Shetty is a banker, a trainer and a linguist. Hi Raji, good evening. Good evening. It's so lovely to see you after such a long time. <laughs> Absolutely. We watch you every day and you inspire anyways you have been inspiring me for past 15 years i would say when the we are not met so it's always a pleasure to talking with you you will not believe let me tell you a, a brief about you know my uh, my visual about you when i first met you i thought you are a very strict disciplinarian and you know do not touch me and do not talk to me types and all but when i saw your interaction with people and uh, your affability with people i was just awed by your I by your nature, frankly. So it's always, always nice to just have a little chit chat also with you. So it's my pleasure. No, no, but Vivek, we know each other for many years now. We may not have been speaking, but we have uh, been a part of uh, good days uh, at the Sugar Media. Uh, if you remember, we did the Ramayan there, and we really Absolutely. had fun. And uh, so, yeah, you know, it's been a long time we haven't seen each other, perhaps. Absolutely. But, we are in touch and that's a great thing you know it's good to be in touch with people and with friends so thanks you know vivek for talking to me because uh, you know uh, over these few years i have been seeing you do a lot of multiple beautiful things that you've been doing of course you're a banker you're a trainer and then what fascinated me even more was that you're a linguist and that that little facet of you i came to know only when i asked you and i spoke to you a little more about what we're going to talk today you know so let me start by asking you first to tell me about your professional journey how has it been in these so many years that we've not met absolutely so i joined the banking industry in 1996 i joined the french bank known as credit agricole it was known uh, the it was known as banque indosuez then okay luckily for me i don't know my stars match they were looking for some fresher they were looking out for some fresher i mean i was just a fresh graduate then i had no other additional qualifications so to say so and again luckily for me they were looking out for a opening in the audit department so internal audit department is such where you you have an opportunity to learn other facets of banking other departments of banking because you do audit other uh, all the departments of the bank so uh, you uh, i mean i was there at the right time or i don't know uh, earlier to this my stint with banking was i was during my college days then there was this banking entrance exams so i was always in, i mean i always wanted to join banking i gave the banking uh, examination i had taken classes for that i had joined uh, the national school of banking i learned the entrance exams over there i cleared the entrance exam but during the interview i don't know i mean uh, i it looked very <laughs> part to me because they are asking all weird questions and i didn't i didn't get selected so then i thought that forget banking let me try something else but then as fate would have it you know 
I got into banking. I got into the internal audit department. I was there with Bank Industries for ten and a half years for the banking industry. Okay, so there is there is where I learned about banking a lot. I mean, as a as a layman, a bank is only a deposits and withdrawals. But once you get into the bank, you come to know various other departments, how the bank runs, and everything. And uh, uh, during my journey with Bank Industries, I was fortunate to get enough good bosses, knowledgeable bosses also. So my uh, rich experience of banking came from there. Later on, to grow in the uh, industry, I mean to grow ahead uh, after I got married and everything, I thought of moving out, and I moved to DCB. DCB, I was, it was a private bank, so again a new experience. I wanted to explore. I was never into retail banking, so I thought okay, getting into DCB, I'll learn something about retail. So that's how I got into DCB. I was there in DCB for three years. Again, I got an opportunity with uh, a Japanese bank. Then thereafter, one of my old uh, interviewer only, banking industry in interviewer. Okay, he was there and he had taken my interview, but some misunderstanding had happened during the interview with another bank. So uh, he knew my credentials and he thought that I will be the right person. And that's how compliance department started. And I'm with compliance for like past fifteen years now. Okay, and uh, compliance is also a very, uh, uh, you know, uh, varied and knowledgeable department, so to say. You get to learn many things out of there. You are in touch with the regulator. You are in touch with the people of the bank. And uh, one of my one of my personality, I would say that yeah, I like to be, you know, uh, interacting with people. I don't like to be aloof and alone types, you know. So <laughs> that is one of the things. So that's you know, how my journey. Like, you know, Yeah, but the story that you're telling me, you know, reminds me so much of you know you're you're saying these wonderful things about how important it is to learn on the job and to be very honest, you know, when in the last twelve, of course, I also joined uh, my bank. It became a bank in two thousand. Till then, it was a financial yes. institution. When it became a bank, and I was you know uh, pulled up to be a part of the uh, internal communications department, I didn't realize how much I would learn on that job because I used to handle annual report. And when you handle an annual report, like you said, when you're doing compliance and audit, you get to learn about every other department around you. Absolutely. And I think I've been really blessed because you know I got in touch with so many people, and of course I made friends like you. I also love to make friends, love to talk to people. So I think along uh, this conversation that we've just said, you know, I saw myself a little in it, you know. Oh, thank you. You know, really, because you also said the same things that I feel. You know that uh, you know it's always learning. You have to keep learning, and if you're open to learning and you're open to experimentation and to you know to always uh, you know better yourself, then I think you are a you make it better off in the end. You know, like when I retired, you know, I felt wonderful because I had a whole lot of experience behind me. You know, it makes a lot of can, difference. You know, I can never forget uh, our Ramayan because. I don't know if you remember or not. I was that was the day when my daughter was also born. Yes, I remember. We were, we were having the show, and uh, you know, I was to I think anchor the show also partly, and then you came in the picture, I guess. And uh, I don't know, anchoring also is one of the very soft spot for me because I love anchoring, and that is also something has come up now very recently. I've been getting uh, opportunities to anchor things and all. So that is also another thing which I love doing. I love doing many things. Of course, during the conversation, we'll we'll come out with that. And that's how I think that uh, you know, the liking for stage or liking for anchoring or liking for voice slowly and steadily, I started getting into it. 
I never knew I was good with dance, so I thought that ki after after office let me join Shamak Dawar. So I joined Shamak Dawar, which was near to my workplace. So there yes. I joined, and there I there I learned so many things other than dance. So many things you also know that very well. During the summer fung, during the winter fung, the way the conductor, the the coaches conduct their classes, the respect, the humble. You know, even if you uh, climb the ladder of success, these things you should always maintain with you. That is how you are. You look dignified and you appear dignified. So these were the learning points for me during every single stage of my learning. And dramatics, uh, frankly speaking, I learned from Mumbai University. Okay, I was always interested in drama, but as I said, being from a humble background, you know, there was no proper guidance, so to say. So that we, I can handle job and drama or whatever, because drama and everything requires full time. and of course uh, that time when you begin with it you know money is not so much so i thought that i'll keep it as a part time whatever opportunities i get i'll do it and i'll continue uh, maintaining my hobby or you know retaining my hobby and in whatever way i can i will i'll keep on doing it so that's how it's still going on and still i am glued or interested to it but vivek you know something uh, you know i'm speaking to you after such a long time but you know everything is resonating with me because you know i always say and i continuously say this to at every forum that i have spoken or i've been asked to speak or i've been interviewed or people talk to me i always say hobbies are very important to have alongside with your corporate journey or your working journey because you know you have to have something which will make you your soul happy and you know it's not about it's not about earning or it's not about making it a profession it's about you know satisfying your soul along with your you know the rest of the of the mundane things of life that we have to go through in our life so i totally just loved it yeah so that's why even i i wanted to do i love i also love dance and everybody knows how crazy i am about uh, you know dance yes. class and dance divane and all the all yes. the dance reality shows dance but my even i started doing dance 14 years i did shamakdabad but yes, in yes, the 14 yes. years i won't say i've learned anything but as you said i've learned to you know understand the dance understand how, you know the hard work that goes into it maybe i'm not a great dancer but the exercise uh, that you know the half an hour exercise that you used to do before yes, the dance yes, before the, the dance thing, people just don't go into dance classes and learn dance and come away in shamakdabad you know and i know also that half yes. in a first really make you exercise and exercise out you know and so, you, know, you get rejuvenated yes you get rejuvenated when you come home you are completely refreshed you know and i really miss that i really miss that you know that I, what more can it not add value if you learned voicing voicing and uh, so tell me a little about your uh, journey with uh, learning the voicing and uh, then tell me how did you move on to learning so many languages that your profession then you know okay so voicing journey was uh, as i was into it so slowly and steadily i discovered and learned that you know voice mod there is something called as voice modulation okay so everyone is not gifted with a great voice or whatsoever but if you are anchoring or if you are speaking to an audience or whatsoever you need to you need to be good with your words you need to be good with your vocabulary and you need to be good with your voice modulation also what time how to how to keep your audiences engaged all that stuff and all and that's how when i uh, came across uh, darpan mehta's uh, voice classes and all and uh, i uh, learned that ki there are so many things he'll be teaching so as you said i, I 
even though if you are not a professional or whatever you learn you tend to learn so many things you tend to meet people you tend to learn uh, from people and that's how voicing came into it and during the voicing only i i had thought that you know diction is also very important and i am very particular about diction so to say in whatever language it is so i always uh, of the idea that ki whenever you are uh, uttering a word you should have the right pronunciation you know you should have you should be good with your spellings all these things that i i always used to have but slowly and steadily it started to blossom within me you know i was not very good in english during my school days i was so to say my best friend okay <clears throat> he is a he is a tamilian he is a he is a tambram and we are there since uh, together i mean we are in touch right now also uh, since my school uh, uh, junior kg we were together till the graduation we were together only so he was damn good in his english always used to be the highest in class always used to be the first ranker in class and i used to wonder how he used to do that and i learned that ki right from third standard he used to read novels he had joined the library then okay this was in 80s i'm talking about he had joined the library then and he used to read novels and he used to get the vocabulary and whatever so reading came to me from that you know i inspiration came to me from that uh, that part of it okay he used to i used to, i mean he used to give me lend me some books sometimes but i was not very interested then but when i learned its importance of reading okay how how does it improve you don't have to read read you just read it for your leisure okay and that's how slowly and steadily the words start entering into your brain it remains in your brain and it comes out when you require it that is what i learned you know and i can see the change in my uh, language because of that you know i learned that i am very good with languages now since i written to you i am i am associated with satsang also so my guruji he is a bengali so one day one of my guru family said that if you want to understand what he is talking you have to learn bengali i said okay i start learning bengali and i started learning bengali by conversation you know within our uh, other devotees and all you know i used to tell that ki i will speak in bengali so if there is a mistake or whatever you just correct me if it is correct you just tell me okay and that's how i learned speaking bengali today when i am speaking to any bengali people who doesn't know me they always tell even people who know me they say that ki you make us feel ashamed by your bengali diction and your by your accent i say no i still have got lot more to learn now i am learning to write bengali because wordings and all you know letter i am always odd with uh, uh, you know writing also because uh, when i used to visit my native place i never i couldn't read kannada in my i am from uh, karnataka i mean hailing from karnataka born and brought up in mumbai only but when i used to read any bus bus uh, direction or any road direction or shop or whatever they used to be in kannada only and i used to hate that ki i can't read it i used to feel like an illiterate so that's how i did a basic course in kannada from mumbai university very recently okay wow. my friend you <laughs> yeah. actually went and you went to bombay university to learn a language yes 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 i did a kannada course now i am going to going for the next level also in kannada because i i intend pursuing phd in kannada language i want to pursue phd in kannada wow vivek this is so amazing you know and you're so inspiring and uh, kannada is just one of the kannada bengali marathi are just the three you mentioned what are the yeah. others <laughs> see uh, tulu is my mother tongue so i speak fluent tulu tulu doesn't have a script so that is only a colloquial language so i speak tulu english hindi marathi 
okay bengali fluently tamil i can manage i can flow through it okay tamil also malayalam little bit only not very fluent with malayalam okay malayalam i can understand when somebody speaks malayalam okay and uh, uh, foreign language wise i have learnt french little bit and japanese little bit but i couldn't continue with it french because uh, french bank i was there so they had started classes with alliance français so they used to come to our uh, bank and they used to teach us so little bit of french i can uh, uh, understand but i wouldn't say i'm very fluent in that I, i it would be nice if i were further persuaded same goes with the japanese language also they had arranged a tutor but uh, because of the timings or whatsoever you say we couldn't persuade further and chinese also same thing a little bit only i mean languages only but i can't say no chinese at uh, all uh, i mean at all i mean i would say even japanese there french okay little bit of french i can understand very little bit so this is with the foreign languages so local languages kannada i can read also english hindi marathi i can read write speak uh, bengali i'm learning to write now uh, kannada i can read okay writing wise not so great as of now but still i want to continue and maybe my next next uh, uh, you know uh, step stone would be tamil i want to learn tamil writing now because it's a little difficult language to write that's what i heard so tamil i used to speak with my friends mom and she used, uh, we used to converse in tamil so by conversing i used to feel that ki you you one tend to learn a lot of languages so you should not be ashamed that you will make mistakes or what people will say right. or so they will laugh at you or whatsoever i just shy in din shy from all that thing but this is how i learned my languages and i thought that ki this is my strongest point within me i mean that is one skill at least you know god has gifted me i feel you know now so now i am looking for avenues and opportunities in this field so <clears throat> this is you mentioned satsang right now satsang is something that uh, how did that come into your life and if somebody doesn't understand what these activities are all about how would you explain it to them in a very simple way okay so um, satsang is the name of the organization so to say you know i mean technically speaking or whatsoever so this happened again during my uh, uh, 81 or whatsoever my parents got initiated to our guru okay his name is sri sri thakur anukul chandra okay he is the founder of satsang actually okay so <clears throat> initiated in the sense he took diksha now diksha is not a very huge word or as it sounds people find it very difficult to you know digest this word because they find that ki if you say diksha that means there are many uh, obstacles or hurdles or so many restrictions or whatsoever so it is not that way so this process of diksha or process of initiation that shishi thakur started was very simple he said that ki <clears throat> your body requires a certain type of vibration to attract certain positive things okay so that is how the chanting of name comes correct when you chant a name continuously within your within yourself not loudly within yourself when you chant keep on chanting a vibration is created i mean this is got a scientific effect also scientifically a vibration is created within you and you get so many uh, what to say so many neutrons or whatever gets attracted to you okay depending upon your thought process so in order to chant a name as we are in india as i am talking now we know that ki we worship like 33 crore god and 33 crore this religion and so many things are there in that so we are not an ardent follower of any particular god or any particular uh, person so to say you know 
so guru is a step ahead of god i mean it is there in our vedas also that ki one should have a guru like dronacharya was an also a guru to uh, arjuna also and to karna also but to karna right. he didn't teach it directly so to say but guru is required because a living god or a living person okay he is the one who can guide you through the path of life okay and by chanting or whatsoever as i said that ki he will he will uh, sort of push you into that road of path only which will be good for you not i would not use the word beneficial but that will be good for you mangal as you say okay favorable to you okay because sometimes in our life we feel when there are two paths we feel that ki path one is favorable for us because that is easier for us to comprehend but it may be the other way around path two may be favorable for you though it is it looks difficult from here so to decide between the two paths you have to be attached to some living ideal so that's how my parents got initiated to this and in this what happens was every friday we used to have this satsang satsang is an gathering of people of like minded people or those who are initiated or whatsoever and we used to have perform this bhajan kirtan and some few words about our guruji and it used to end with the prasad whatever whatever as per your capability and as per your liking you should give because people have come to your house you are giving them a prasad that was how so the satsang used to happen in the house it is to happen in somebody's house to, yeah yeah so we used to have a schedule of people who would like to uh, you know give satsang at their home and we used to go for satsangs that way i was never initiated then but i used to attend satsang because we used to like the prasad first thing because we used to have this tasty fancy good and we were very young at that time my i was like 6 7 years old but in the process i don't know how you know you got attracted to that uh, process i would say you know and my parents never forced us to get into diksha or take initiation or whatsoever and there were no restrictions whatsoever i saw but i realized one thing that ki if you if you are a follower of a living ideal or what or if you have a living ideal in your life your life becomes a little simpler little simpler you know little simpler in the sense that ki you manage to wade through the rough waters of your life if you are attracted to it because when you are taking diksha you are told that ki you have to chant this name a name is a name is given to you to chant you have to do meditation okay and it is not by force it is said that ki if you do it it will be good for you so obviously if you want good you will you will try to do it so slowly and steadily you take a step towards it step towards this and one more good thing about this satsang is thakurji said that ki when you get something good okay you try to spread it across spread it to people i'm sure vivek that you will get all the opportunities that you wish for it was lovely talking to you thank you so much for sharing so much you know and very informative stuff you know it's it's like we've not just had a conversation we've really had a very intelligent interesting conversation so thank you vivek i should thank you for bringing out and you know uh, taking out so many things out of me i also never knew that you know i was so blessed and so uh, thing with so many skills and talents Okay. Thank you very very much for talking thank to you, me. Thank you thank you much for giving me the opportunity. All the best. Thank you thank you Raji. Bye, Bye. Vivek. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and want to talk to me about your life, I'm waiting. Connect with me on herameta13@gmail.com. And until next time, 
नमस्ते